0: And welcome back in, hour number two of the program here on Friday morning. And uh, just a programming note for you, we will not be joined today by New Bedford City Council President Linda Morad. She has some other business to attend to this morning, but she will be back with us next Friday. And, uh, and if you missed yesterday's discussion, uh, yesterday Jack Spillane filled in for Barry Richard. And it's always great when Jack fills in Because you get insight and you get some experience in some of the local issues that a lot of us just don't have. Jack's been covering the New Bedford political scene for over two decades. So he has a wealth of experience and knowledge and inside information. So he brings that to the table, of course. But he's such a great talk show host. The way that he can go back and forth with the callers but keep everything respectful. And so I was listening yesterday and hearing you know, these conversations he was having with people who obviously don't agree with Jack. Jack is a progressive in a lot of ways. And so they're going back and forth, but everybody's getting along and having a a good conversation. And so it was really great to hear that. It was really great to hear too, by the way, people that I know don't agree with Barry Richard that might see things on a different level or a different perspective from Barry Richard who were having no problem calling in and talk to Jack. Why don't you call in and talk with Barry call in and uh, you know, he, he won't, he won't bite call in and go back and forth with Barry the same way that, uh, that you did with Jack. And I think, um, I think you will enjoy speaking with him just as well. But the conversation that he had with city councilor, Sean Oliver and, and, excuse me, and Ryan Pereira regarding Dias Field and the need to have more parks in the city and more accessibility to parks and things like you know the Riverside Park, which is beautiful, and some of the other parks that have been built or or modified in recent years. Putting that same level into Diaz Field, you can hear the podcast of that and the entire show yesterday on wbsm.com and on the app. All you have to do is open up the app and hit the podcast button. And you'll find all of our podcasts there. You can go on to our website and click the listen tab and you can find all of our podcasts there. And you can go to wherever you get your podcasts from. So if you have other ones that you listen to that aren't from WBSM, I don't know. don't know how you find the time in the day when you're listening to us all the time. But let's just say that you do. Uh, and you might go to Spotify. You might go to Stitcher. You might go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. You might go to some of the smaller sites like Podcast Pickle. That's one that we always love to to mention where you can find it on Spooky South Coast because it's just fun to say, Podcast Pickle. Uh, Listennotes.com, which is a site that I use a lot of times to share out podcasts. So wherever you might get your podcast from, you will find the WBSM podcast there. You just got to type in WBSM and you'll find all of our podcasts or you can type in the particular show, type in the Barry Richards Show, and you will hear uh, the 3 hours of yesterday's conversations with Jack Blaine at the helm. And also, of course, uh, Chris and Marcus will be in after me, and later on today Barry will be here again, he'll be back. And then we'll have Howie Carr of course and Jessica Machado on South Coast tonight. And then of course, our full day of programming tomorrow as well. So you never need to be too far from the radio because there's always or or your cell phone, or your tablet or your, however you might listen, don't be too far from it because there's always great conversation happening here on WBSM. And we look forward to more of that with you at 508-996-0500 or via the WBSM app, whether it be App Chat or the open line voicemail option where you can just record audio and send it in. And, of course, the app is sponsored by our friends at South Coast Towing. So going back to this restaurant Taking over the, the the restaurateur taking over, Lindsay's and Wareham. One of the things that that Sherry Lindsay told Wareham Week is that she didn't want to just sell that space to another chain. Looking at that space, looking and I talked about this when when uh, Lindsay's went up for sale. I talked about this when I was on in the nine o'clock program. That is a very attractive location, I'm sure, for a lot of potential chains. Some of them, like the 99s and uh, Red Robin, you know, they would rather be located on the other side of town, closer to the shopping area, closer to the Wareham Crossing shopping plaza, the new Walmart, um, which is now quite a few years old. So I don't know how long we're going to keep calling it the new Walmart, but it's still referred to, especially in town, as the new Walmart. So those chains, those sit-down kind of family places want to relocate over there. There's also a Wendy's over there, a Jersey Mike's over there, so a Chipotle over there. So some of the fast food options are trying to locate in that area as well. But some of the destination places, like a Sonic, like a Chick-fil-A, you would expect that they would want to be located more toward the Cape side because they'll bring more business from the Cape because they don't have those, many of those. There's a Chick-fil-A and Hyannis, but there's no Sonic, so they don't have those on the Cape. So you think they'd want to be closer to the bridges and closer to the tourism traffic. The, the tourists, for the most part, aren't getting off the highway over by the new Walmart and Wareham Crossing. They're staying on the highway and might be getting off that first exit when you get on to 25. So that's an attractive area for some of those places. Uh, Sonic tried a few years ago to get into one of the businesses that was up for sale on Cranberry Highway. There were some issues with signage. There were some issues with where they would be able to place their sign and, and how close it could be to the road, I think, if that was the problem. And so they opted not to go with that. But they had an interest in coming to the Cranberry Highway. The Cranberry Highway is in the process of a major facelift, which is mostly done, but still won't really be done until the end of next year. I guess they ran into some issues with uh, removing utility poles to be able to put in new sidewalks, but the resurfacing has happened of the roads. The dividers have been put in. So you used to be able to, if you... Because anybody that ever went to the old Wendy's on the Cranberry Highway on the on the east side of town, not the new one that they just built, but the older one that's shut down now, over by Waterwiz, you knew that if you went through the drive-through or if you were pulling out of their parking lot, there was a sign that said that you couldn't take a left turn. You could only turn right, and I don't know why they picked that location and that why. They, I, it, I never really understood it. But you couldn't turn left onto the Cranberry Highway. You had to go right. So the trick was, if it was you know nighttime, after business hours, and bananas, the army surplus Store next door was closed, a lot of people would just turn right, pull right into bananas, and then take a left-hand turn out of their parking lot. But especially if it was busy on the Cranberry Highway, the trick that most people would do was you would just drive directly across the street to McDonald's and go around their drive through area. And go out and then turn right from McDonald's because you couldn't turn left out of Wendy's, but you could turn right out of McDonald's. It didn't make any sense, but anyway, that trick was you know something that every everybody knew how to do. Well, now you can't do that anymore. They put concrete dividers between the two sides of the road, but it's all part of this major facelift that they're they're putting onto the Cranberry Highway to kind of spruce it up and hoping that that will also revitalize businesses down that that area and i think that lindsay's property was attractive to a lot of potential buyers because of that but sherry lindsay said she didn't want to sell to a chain restaurant so that and again that would have been a perfect spot for a sonic in fact i said when it went up for sale i said on the air i would almost put money down on it becoming a sonic because the lindsay's property the, the, the restaurant itself, they actually own a lot across the street from it and some houses behind it. That's all part of the Lindsay's property. But the main building, the main restaurant area is bordered by two roads that go into the Indian Mountain Beach area. So having those two roads right there – and by the way, they're not heavily traveled roads. So those two roads right there create the perfect – you know, in and out for a drive through fast food restaurant. The extra space on the side means that they have some room to put in those bays for a Sonic. I just thought it was the perfect space, but she was adamant not to sell to a chain like that. And so she found somebody who, although he owns a few locations, is a local person operating a local small business. And now it's going to be exactly what she had envisioned. Was was gonna be going in there and he thinks it's a great place for his concept and I think it's gonna work out for everybody. But it shows that sometimes, you know, there are some folks who don't want to take the easy way out. I, I don't know what the final figures are in the deal. I don't know what the numbers are. I didn't I didn't talk about numbers with Dave Barry. But I've gotta think if If Sonic wanted that space, and I don't know that they did, I'm just speculating they could have paid more than whatever Dave Barry paid for that spot, but Sherry Lindsay was choosing keeping the same type of atmosphere and the same type of eatery there over making the bigger money i'm I'm just guessing i haven't I haven't spoken to either of them about it, but that's my guess. That it mattered more to have a sit-down family place where the residents of Wareham and the tourists who come through could still have that same experience, even though Lindsay's isn't going to be there anymore. Now, Kate mentioned it in the news and we we wrote about it in the the article. It's not going to happen right away. And, and in fact, it's going to take still a few, weeks le- a few weeks more until everything is formally closed. All the paperwork is signed and the, that uh, Dave Barry officially becomes the owner. We're still a few weeks away from that. And then he wants to take a few months to renovate because he wants to make it fit more into the style of his restaurants. He also told me that both his North Attleboro and Pembroke locations are very reliant on their summer business. So he wants to keep those two restaurants his focus for this coming summer while also, you know, having the time to make the renovations he wants to in Wareham. And then in the fall, he can dedicate himself fully to opening the Wareham location and getting it launched. It's a a great outlook to have, I think, because the temptation has to be there as a business owner to say – I want to get Wareham up and running as soon as I can in the summertime because I want to pull in all that tourist money. That's the time of year when you have the chance that, you know, just as his other locations make their their bread and butter off their summer business, so you will in Wareham as well. But he's saying I want to make sure I get everything right first and I want to be able to dedicate myself to launching the new location So I'll wait until September when I can fully focus and be in Wareham all the time until I feel like everything's running smoothly. And that will be when we will open. So I think that that's, you know, it it shows that there's a commitment to making it work, but also a pretty, you you don't have to worry that this is, uh, you know, this is a place that if there are some struggles, he's going to just pull up stakes and leave town. You know, it seems like he's invested in being part of that community. So you can check out that story at WBSM.com and on the app. And you can read a little bit more about the menu that's planned and uh, and what's going on in that spot. All right. I have to take my first break of the hour. If you want to call in and chime in, 508-996-0500. You can also send in app chat messages on the WBSM app and open line voicemails on the app. And uh, we'll be back in just a few moments. <clears throat> may have a valid inspection sticker you may not have a valid inspection sticker but if you park it on the side of the road in new bedford you are likely getting yourself a ticket so i don't think gary newman was aware of that ordinance in the city of new bedford when he wrote that song cars which by the way pleasure principle great album and if you like the sound of of that song cars that same chord structure appears in a lot of the songs on that album, but check it out. It's, it's some 80s new wave synth pop techno at its finest. We got a Snapchat message too from McAfee in Fairhaven who says, Good morning, Tim. I so agree with you that Jack Blaine is a great talk show host. Rarely do I agree with him, but like you do, he is able to debate both sides without expressing any animosity or malice. You both help me to understand the other side. I definitely align more with Chris McCarthy, but it's nice to have a better understanding of the progressive point of view. And yes, I, I think Jack does a great job, and I look forward to having him, you know, fill in more when he can. And it, it's it's also good to have someone who is an active journalist out there covering some of these stories, out there covering some of these things, because like the conversation about Diaz Field that he had with Counselors Oliver and Pereira yesterday came about from a column that he wrote for New Bedford Light. And so what you get then is you get the opportunity to not only have his reporting in his column, but to expand the conversation even more here on the radio. It's the same thing that I try to do with the things that I write. You know, People will say to me, well, gee, Tim, you talk about your articles all the time. Well, of course, because I put all lot I put a lot of effort into writing those articles and I don't really get to know what you think about those just by you reading them. People will comment on social media and but you know, let's face it, we all know how that works. Most of the time the people who are commenting on those stories are people who haven't even read the article. So that's you know, I, I I take every comment with a grain of salt that they probably haven't even read the article. But when we talk about it here on the radio and we go back and forth on it, that's how I can really get your feelings and your thoughts on it. And sometimes, you know, I'm surprised by some of those takes. Yesterday we got calls regarding the New Bedford ordinance regarding expired inspection stickers on vehicles parked on city streets. We got some calls that were mostly against it mostly even against the idea of inspection stickers we got a few people who you know the one person who called in and you know as i said pedantically explained to me how cars work and said that uh, obviously i'm a liberal because i don't want inspection stickers like i'm i'm pretty sure that's a not a partisan issue but we also had a lot of callers who agreed that it's a scam and there are a lot of aspects of the program that is a scam. But when you look at the comments that happened on social media, and again, I shared it in multiple places. But you would think that you're dealing with people who are the scum of the earth because they don't have a valid inspection sticker on their car. People who are you know, hardened criminals, people who are undeserving of the privilege of driving down a city street. Because, you know, they, they might have a, a, a bulb out in their car that every time they put a new bulb in, it short, it shorts out. That they need to have some serious electrical work done to their car to fix a, you know, a license plate bulb. And they need to save up for that. Not everything is, a, makes the vehicle a danger to, to go down the road. That's that's a lot of the comments that I read as well. Well, if, if if they don't if they if they don't have a valid inspection sticker, well then the car doesn't deserve to be on the road. It's too dangerous, and it's putting my life at risk. I don't think your life's at risk if the mass airflow sensor is blown in that vehicle or the oxygen sensor. I don't think your vehicle's at risk. I don't think you you or your vehicle are at risk from somebody else's blown O2 sensor. What it is, is it's a program that is designed to make sure that it costs you more money to keep an older car on the road. That's what it's about. That's what it does. Maybe that's not the intention of it, but that's certainly been the side effect over the years. It costs you more money, things that you would normally just ignore in a car. And for the call that said yesterday, well, you're not going to know that a... A ball joint or a tie rod is bad until you go for an inspection. Inspection, Yeah, and that part is true. And that part is a serious safety issue. And that, yes, those things should be addressed. But a lot of the things that come about from this are expensive and unnecessary repairs. That many times, lead, you know, sometimes they lead to people just deciding I I can't afford to make this payment to, to, to raise the money that I need to fix this car. It's $5,000 in repairs. I'm just going to take a $1,000 and go get a different car and start financing it. Now they're in more debt where if they could have kept driving that car, they might've only been, you know, six months from paying it off. But instead now they are in another car loan. Because they couldn't afford the repairs. 508-996-0500 if you want to discuss that after the news. But right now we're going to go into the newsroom with Dave Robinson.
2: The bill to raise the federal debt limit and keep America from defaulting is heading to President Biden's desk. The legislation was passed by the Senate Thursday, just days away from the June 5th default deadline. Biden is expected to sign the bill today and address the nation at 7 p.m. Eastern. Australia's most decorated living soldier has lost a historic defamation case against three newspapers that accused him of war crimes in Afghanistan. Ben Robert Smith sued the media outlets over articles alleging he killed unarmed civilians and prisoners. The civil trial was the first time a court has assessed accusations of war crimes by Australian forces. A judge on Thursday said four of the six murder allegations, all denied by the soldier, were substantially true, as well as reports that he also bullied subordinates. Prince Harry is set to testify in a U.K. court next week, the first senior British royal to do so in 130 years. Michael Kastner reports.
0: The case is over a lawsuit he and dozens of other celebrities have brought against tabloid publisher Mirror Group newspapers for, among other things, hacking and unlawful activity to get information. The last senior royal to give testimony in court was Edward VII back in 1891 in a slander trial over a card game. I'm Michael Kastner.
2: Economists are expecting the May jobs report to show an increase in hiring across the country. The monthly payroll report from the Labor Department comes out this morning and it's projected to show a hiring increase of 190,000 jobs last month. The head of Twitter's trust and safety team is resigning. Ella Irwin oversaw content moderation for the social media platform. She told Reuters Thursday that she stepped down but declined to give a reason. Twitter has not commented on her departure. A Manhattan grand jury reportedly has the case of a Marine veteran accused of manslaughter for choking a man to death on a New York City subway train. Scott Pringle with the story.
3: Sources tell ABC News that a grand jury is starting to hear evidence in the case. Manhattan prosecutors are trying to secure an indictment on a second-degree manslaughter charge against Daniel Penny. He's accused of using the deadly chokehold on Jordan Neely back on May 1st. Penny may actually testify in the case. Now, he and some witnesses argue that Neely, who had mental health challenges, was acting unruly and threatening subway riders before Penny applied the chokehold, while others say Neely was not a threat. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York.
2: Over a dozen witnesses have testified for the prosecution in the first three days of the Pennsylvania Synagogue shooting trial. Robert Bowers faces over 60 federal charges for the 2018 mass shooting that killed 11 people at a Pittsburgh synagogue. Bowers has pleaded not guilty, even though his lawyer has acknowledged he was the shooter. Arizona is limiting construction in the Phoenix area due to a lack of water. State officials say there's not enough groundwater for the construction already approved in the area. Wednesday's decision could mean the end to the explosive development in Phoenix over the last few years. Las Vegas is opening its first cannabis-friendly hotel. The Lexi Hotel opens today near the Las Vegas Strip. Developers say the 64-room hotel is the only cannabis-inclusive property in Las Vegas. The Lexi will feature guest rooms and suites with the entire fourth floor designated exclusively for marijuana smokers. Robert De Niro is a new dad. The 79-year-old actor told the Today Show he's very happy. De Niro welcomed his seventh child, Gia, earlier this month and said he's a different parent today because he has awareness of, quote, certain things in life. He also congratulated fellow actor, 83-year-old Al Pacino, who's expecting a baby with his girlfriend. And today is National Donut Day. Bree Tennis has the details. We've been celebrating the day since 1939 to honor the Salvation Army's donut lassies. They served soldiers on the front lines during World War I. Today, we celebrate with donut deals. Look for them. And it's D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T. Donuts are usually deep fried. That's what makes them so good. And the good old glazed donut is the number one seller in America, according to Google. I'm Bree Tennis, NBC News Radio. In sports, Joe Mazzulla will stay on as the Boston Celtics head coach next season. And the Red Sox beat the Cincinnati Reds last night 8 to 2. Tonight they take on the Tampa Bay Rays at Fenway Park. Game time is 7:10. Now for your local forecast from ABC6.
1: Look for a decent amount of sunshine through the morning. But this afternoon, the clouds roll in with a chance of some thunderstorms, also a chance of some scattered showers. Any storms that we see will be the kind that will make the potential for gusty winds or perhaps even some local downpours. As we go to tonight, that chance of showers will be falling off. Your low will drop to near 52. And we're looking for cooler temps this weekend. Saturday, cloudy. Chance of morning showers, but a high of 59. And Sunday, cloudy with a chance of showers and a high of 63 from the abc6 weather center i'm meteorologist kelly bates on new bedford's news talk station 1420 wbsm
2: right now it is 64 degrees and sunny i'm kate robinson for wbsm news stay up to date with wbsm new bedford's news talk station and get breaking news alerts with the wbsm app
0: Again, 508-996-0500. And uh, you can also send us an app chat messages on the WBSM app, uh, such as Lex in New Bedford did. Talking about a restaurant for 15 minutes is just annoying. Talk about issues that actually matter to people in New Bedford. The train, the wind project, union contract that was just signed. What are the details of the contract? The issues the city council mayor are working on and how they affect the people of New Bedford. We want meaningful discussions about real issues. Well, first of all, Lex, call in 508-996-0500. Secondly, I promise you more people care about a restaurant story than care about the fact that the longshoremen did reach a new contract uh, to work on the offshore wind project. And that's not to say that that's not important. I'm just telling you the, the simple facts. Nobody cares about that except the people who are affected by it directly. It is not an issue that the people of the city care about. Nor do they care that much about the offshore wind except to call in and complain about it. To call in uninformed without the actual information about what's going on and complain about it. You know how I know? Because we talk about it all the time. We talk about what goes on with the city council all the time. So you must be new, Lex, to the program. You must not be aware that we talk to the mayor every Wednesday for an hour. That we talk to the city council president every Friday for a half an hour, although she will not be joining us this morning because she has another commitment. You must not be listening when we talk about these issues all the time. So I'm sorry that you're annoyed by us talking about a new restaurant coming in, but I'm watching the page views on that story explode. So I know that it's something that people care about and that people would like to know more about. You, you you think that I just come in and, and crack the microphone and just say what's off the top of my head, Lex? If you want to talk about those things, call in. Phone's ringing. Maybe it's Lex. But yeah, no, we do talk about these things all the time. And that's one of the things that I always push for is local conversation. You can go talk about what's going on. You want to call in and talk about oh Joe Biden fell again. Yeah, you can go and call a million other shows about that. Call Howie Carr later. He'll love to yuck it up with you over Joe Biden falling. But you can't call into to Howie Carr and talk about things that are going on here locally. That's what we like to do here. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hey there. How you doing? Hey, I just
3: tuned in, and I heard you talking about uh, cars and repairs and that kind of thing. Yes. Uh, I I had a garage for 40 years, and I serviced a half a million cars. A half a million. That's no joke. A hundred cars a day went through my shop. I had 38 mechanics. I had a big crew, inspection station, the whole bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and, uh, let me just tell you one basic thing. The big thing with cars, it all goes down to the mechanic. There's a way around everything. Uh, every car doesn't need uh, new ball joints, and a, when a ball joint goes bad, they don't go, they don't break while you're driving. They break when you're when you're going in and out of a driveway, and the joint pulls out when, when the joint comes out of the socket, and that, and, that, and even that's a rare occasion. And when they when they wear out, uh, they they'll, they'll rattle like crazy, all kinds of rattles. So you you'll you'll, you'll know that the driver knows there's something wrong with this car, and the car doesn't stay stable on the road. The car dr- drifts to the left, it drifts to the right. It's all over the place. Same thing with tie rod ends. And a good mechanic will just replace the one that's bad as opposed to a, a, a mechanic or a shrub that says, oh, you need, you need all your ball joints. You one is worn, change them all, the uppers and the lowers, and it's going to be uh, $1,200. In the meantime, it was really just a, a, a $150 fix to change one. But that's, that's what bothers joints. But even everything else, even to make the car pass for a sticker, a lot of times it's just a, a loose connection. You clean the connection, you put it back on the oxygen sensor. Is no problem with it, uh, and it's it, it, everything goes down to the mechanic. It, you, if you if you have a a, a, a busy shop uh, with a mechanic that that is honest, but this, it's hard to tell which mechanics are honest. Except the busy shop is usually the one that people know that this guy is treating you fair. Uh, so it, it, if you have any specific. If anybody has any specific questions, I'll be glad to answer
0: them. Well, let me ask this. So do you feel that the – having done so many inspections over the years, do you feel that the inspection process is unfair? Do you, do, you, do you feel like everything that cars can fail for are things that they should be taken off the road for?
3: No, but you'd be surprised how many people drive around with one stoplight not lit and, and only once a year. Nobody tells them. The driver doesn't know. And then when they step on the brake, it looks like you're taking a left turn because your, your right stoplight is out and you don't know you're taking a, a left turn. So when you step on the brakes, uh, it looks like you're taking a left turn, but you're not taking a left turn. It's just the right bulb is up. So, uh, that's the most common thing that, I, that I've seen. The, the, the lights don't work and uh, the customer doesn't know, and that includes headlights. Uh, and the police are too busy to, busy to pull you over for an equipment ticket. Um, and, and it's up to the drivers to walk around the car once in a while or, or um, have a, you know somebody in your household look at your lights once in a while and just, just walk around and look at your tire treads. Um, and and oh, tires, that's another thing. People think that you get blowouts. You don't get blowouts. People drive with tires that, are, that aren't inflated to the proper pressure. You know, the average car has 32 to 35 pounds pressure, and they drive with, like, 18 pounds or 12 pounds pressure, And the and the tire is mushy. It's not like a stiff basketball. It's it's like a nerf ball. And when you go around a turn or you drive on the highway for a half an hour, that tire heats up, and and the rubber just gets gushy and soft, and and the tire blows out. But the tire fails. It 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 doesn't have an explosive. It doesn't to the driver something exploded because it it, it, it's going bump 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 on the road with, with no with no tire pressure. But the tires don't blow. Uh, that was years ago. Um, but the, the, it's low tire pressures. And that's a lot of cars of uh, vans that carry um, that carry personnel or, or church vans that sit in parking lots for, for six months. And then they fire it up, and they, they take it out with a load of ten church members in it. And there's one low tire pressure. They take it on the highway, and the thing rolls over because it only had 12 pounds pressure on one tire. But the guy that drives the van walks around, oh, yeah, the tires are okay. They're all up. But nobody checked it with a tire pressure gauge. And only a professional can tell just by looking at the tire. Hey, that tire is low. There's a, there's a little bit of a bulge in that tire sure. showing low pressure. I'm
0: just I'm, I'm getting a little concerned here because the turkeys have now approached the window. So I just want to warn everybody if I you know have to go outside and fight these turkeys, I will. But let me ask this then, too. Do you feel that no, with all that you've seen and the way that you've seen vehicles – uh, come into the shop do you feel that the city of new bedford is right in having this ordinance that if you have an expired sticker parked on the roadway that they should be able to fine you for that
3: i'm not into politics i i it, it's personally i'd say no personally i think that's an infringement of your personal rights
0: all right. Well, I will hold you there. Thank you so much for the call. Thank you. All Have right. a Have good a day.
3: day. Have a grateful
0: day. Great having the uh, insight there. Callers, hang on. i got to take a break. When we come back, we will get right to you. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
4: Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I was the one that called, uh, excuse me, that uh, commented that I was annoyed about you talking about the restaurant for oh. 15 minutes.
1: Thank you for and calling I'm- in.
4: Yeah, no worries. I'm pretty surprised at your reaction and kind of uh, upset that you basically just insulted a ton of people in New Bedford who listen, who do actually care about the wind project and the train and all of those other things.
0: Well, I didn't, say, gonna... I didn't say there aren't people that care about it. I just said it's not something that is what the majority of the audience wants to talk about in the morning.
4: Yeah, you, you basically said nobody cares about that and that people care about the restaurant. And, you know, you're given a platform with the opportunity to educate people about what's going on in New Bedford.
0: Which we do and, all and, the time.
4: And people do care. Talking about a restaurant for 15 minutes is like, it, it, it's just silly to me. You, well, you have an opportunity. Uh, allow me allow
0: me to educate you a little bit in the fact that there's a button on your radio that allows you to change it if you don't like what the conversation is.
4: Well, I like WBSM. I like I'm to glad be that informed. you do. I like to be informed about what's going on and you're given a platform to help educate people about what is going on and you characterize the people who call in and make complaints about the wind project or the train like their complaints aren't valid they are valid complaints they are valid concerns and it's your job to educate people about you know maybe your concerns aren't so are aren't, aren't something to be so concerned about or, you know, do the homework and figure out what is going on and if it really is a legitimate concern. So
0: you listen to WBSM all the time. That's what you said, right? You like listening to WBSM.
4: I like le- listening to WBSM. I listen often. So you listen and, to uh, more than just
0: the 15-minute segment that you heard this morning. Yes, I do. So then you know that we talk about these issues all the time.
4: No, I don't think that, that it's it's all the time. I think it's often. But, you know... In my opinion, spending 15 minutes on the outside... Well, I'm not
0: going to talk about what you want me to talk about all the time. It's just not going to work out that way. Sometimes there's going to be other things that happen that might not be what you want to hear discussed.
4: Right. And I'm, I'm giving you feedback. I'm calling in like you encourage people to do and asking you to revise what you talk about. Lindsay's is important, but you could talk about that for five minutes and get down to, you know, a contract was just signed and the longshoremen who live and work in New Bedford are important. The details of the contract are important. And people do worry and are concerned about that. Well,
0: I invite everybody that's concerned about it to call in for the remainder of the program and we'll see how many calls we get about it.
4: Well, I think that's a poor measure and you're discounting my comments and my concerns. I'm not discounting
0: your concerns. What I'm saying is I think your concerns are unfair in how how they're being presented. Yeah. So you're no, taking a 15-minute portion of the conversation and saying that, that WBSM doesn't care about these issues because for 15 I minutes I talked about something else.
4: I didn't say WBSM doesn't care. You said that people care more about a restaurant than they do I about a you. I promise you contact. that that is
0: true. I promise you well, that that is true.
4: I think that's part of the problem in New Bedford. People need to care more about the actual issues that matter and affect the city. Maybe the city would come up a little bit more if if they were educated and cared a little bit more than about a restaurant.
0: I mean, it's a fair point that people should care more. I just don't think that it's going to affect and it's going to uh, move the needle for as much of the population as as you would like it to.
4: Well, you never know until you try.
0: All right. Well, thank you for the call. Have a good day. 508-996-0500. Let me take my one final break of this hour, and then we can finish off with the phone calls that are on hold, or we can take more phone calls on the other side of the news and welcome back in 508-996-0500 good morning you're next on wbsm
1: hi tim um i just want to applaud that lady for calling in and and taking the time to explain her opinions and that she was very articulate i thought Mm -hmm. um but i think that you strike a good blend in the morning because in the morning i like to get up and have a cup of coffee and i don't want like uh i don't want in my face all the time and You but you do have local people calling, I know, politicians who are guests. You also have the mayor, Um, so I enjoy listening to that. And but I think a morning program for me at least, I like it to be somewhat light, not like silly, but just light. And uh, then later on, when you're followed by Kristen Marcus, I love that because they have the conservative view versus the progressive or liberal view i like hearing that i like hearing both sides of the story um so i think it's a wonderful like lineup in the morning you know like
0: thank you um, and, and the big reason I, why I know you
1: work hard at it i
0: would say the big reason why too you have a lot of those discussions happening later in the day is because in the morning you don't have enough time to really keep those discussions going like so what happens is you want to have time to inform and to then get people's opinions and all that well okay now all of a sudden i gotta take the news break uh you know so there's a lot more that has to be done in the morning that you 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 know i did a different program from nine to twelve than i'm doing now from six to nine
1: right right and it's um and like i listen to PSM, it's usually on until holly carr comes on i know no offense to taylor but i can't stand it and um because it's just um they mock. Too many people that they don't like, and that bothers me because I don't think we should. You know, once in a while, obviously I like Sat. Well, maybe not obvious to you, but I like Saturday Night Live, and they make fun of people. But a steady diet of it, I don't think is healthy. Sure. Um, but I listen to BSM all the time, and I I really like the lineup, and I like having um, Marcus and um, Chris on at that time slot because at night I'm too tired. Well, <laughs> <I> listening, to- <laughs> mention. Uh, I I saying,
0: I'm too tired to hear them uh, at night now, too, so I'm glad they're on in the morning. Nothing against yeah. Jessica, but uh, <laughs> I'll catch her on the podcast later. I can't stay up that late anymore.
1: Yeah, but I don't, well, I, I'm not going to talk about anybody, but I, I don't like people who don't um, give the other side respect and try to understand where they're coming from. I think that that's really important. And I want to say that I commend um, the president and McCarthy for coming up with a solution. I know they kind of had to because there would have been dire consequences but thank god that it shows that people on different sides can work together because if not i mean this this place is lost
0: right and for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus